Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Watch Radio 92 the Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. Every time I hear him sing, every time I see Purple Rain, yeah. every time I see the time, when I see Jerome, I think of Bo Jackson. Why is that? Because they, they look the same. Well, from when, he, when Purple Rain the movie came out. Yeah. Well, I think, I, he think, looks, I, I think Bo's a little bit bigger than... Well, yeah, I mean, in the face, with the neck up. They look like they, look like I, they could I, be cousins. Yeah, I think, I think Bo would hold about 10 Of course mirrors. he would. He'd hold about 10 mirrors. Okay, well, exactly. <laughs> Where's the room? Just exactly. hold that water, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I've been doing so far this morning, man. Man, you're, I've been roll, like, you're rolling, you're rolling, all dude. You're just fighting, fighting through you, you, less than an hour to go. You, yeah, you, man. You know? Well, let me get this out of the way. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Morrow. Yes. Morrow. I'm with a Mustang. I'm with a Mustang. How are they doing yeah, this year? Why was Mustang. their season last year and what you expect uh, from them this year? I was expecting them to, to be better this year. They've been building the program up. They made the playoffs, not past season, but the season before after a long drought. And so they just been building the program back up. Got new facilities down there. I got to go down there and check out what they really? got. Really? They got a new, this new school building. Man, we're talking about tomorrow. all these places with new stuff here. Mill Creek's got a, like a gargantuan situation but, but, but over it, there. It's been out there. And like Coach told us, if you missed it earlier, <laughs> you had Coach uh, Josh Lovelady on the head coach from uh, from Mill Creek and talking about how they built Seconder, which is a school that's on the other side of 85. If you're going up okay. 85 north of the Mall of Georgia, you know, Mill Creek, you'll be able to see in a clearing off to your right. Well, second year is on the other side of the interstate. Brand new school. And he said they got a thousand students. Man, them students will be back over. You know what he told you? They were like 38, 3,900. Almost 4,000 students in a know. high school. Well, I had yeah. that in mind. Yeah. I, my, gradua- my graduating class was 1,000. Okay. Oak Park River Forest High School. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a big school. You know, two towns, but. All right, on this day, insignificant. Are you ready for this, man? There's a couple things that happened on this day before we get into um, Atlanta Open. I didn't know Aretha was arrested. I believe so, yeah. Aretha Franklin was arrested on this day mm-hmm. uh, for disturbing the peace up in Detroit. Really? How do you disturb the peace in Detroit? Mm. And if you re- unless you break into a concert, they, 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 didn't, they did not have, you know, flash mobs back then. Yeah, no, I don't know. She got, she got ill with somebody, right? Somebody, somebody got ill. Barry Gordy <laughs> tried to tell her to, say, to, to, to sign with Motown, and she kept saying no. Yep. Isn't that just like the emo- most amazing story 
in show business? Not we, really. Not well, really. You I, would think, I, I, I think I think her maybe I, I think it's her father just wanted her something different. And, you know and he I mean? did a great job with yeah, it. Yeah. My point though is that black singers yeah. in the '60s came through Motown because they yeah, feel but, like they or, didn't or, get or, any opportunities. Or Atlantic. She was on Atlantic. She was, but there weren't and, any and other Atlantic singers. Some, and Atlantic had a lot of R&B, uh, R&B artists. But they, they weren't allegedly getting the money that they would have gotten had they gone with Motown. But my thing is she grew up in Detroit, and she became who she became and didn't even have a cup of coffee at Motown. No. That's well, that I mean, she me. knew She knew them all. Oh, she they, was they, in love they, with they, what they, you call it. She was in love with, with Marvin Gaye. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, can't remember how many times I heard interviews with her. Yeah. Going, oh, I love his way. And he's so fine. <laughs> <laughs> he is so fine. Yeah. Um, Today was the day somebody stood up in front of a judge and said, I am 100% not guilty of murder. OJ, it was on this day. Did he say 1994. That? Yep. Pleaded, pleaded, this is the word, pleads absolutely 100% not guilty of murder. Having said that, and something related, John Dillinger was killed on this day. Now he was. Yes, he was. The lady in red, remember? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, John Dillinger. Uh, public enemy number one. And ah, this is the, the conversation every once in a while. There's jokes about it now, but today was the day of the Battle of Atlanta and General Sherman and all of that people stuff. I don't like to joke about that. I ain't here. joking. I'm reading what yeah. it says here. Okay. I just told you, people, you know, down here. If you want us, if you missed it, <laughs> you can go to the Atlanta History Center and see the Cyclorama. Okay. Which is, uh, which is all about the, the uh, and they restored it and refurbished it several years ago. Uh, it had been for the longest time over at Grant Park, over by the zoo, and they, they uh, took it out from there, and there's Atlanta History Center, and you should go and see it. It's quite a production. If you haven't been to Atlanta History Center, you need to go check yeah, it well, out. Yeah, well, I may be going in there and trying to donate something here soon, okay. too, given you what I'm doing. And let me finish with it. Have you ever heard of Kathleen Lee Bates, or maybe Catherine Lee Bates? I never heard of her before I saw this. Okay. Catherine Lee Bates is the person who wrote America the Beautiful. And she did it on this day. Really? Yep. And it was back way back in the day, 1800s, 1893. Will we, 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 we thank her for doing yes, that? Yes, we do. Absolutely. Yes. Or at Absolutely. least her family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What's this? What uh, must well, this guy? Well, well oh. it, I, I mentioned everybody, Atlanta Dream playing today, 1 o'clock. They're home down in College Park at the uh, Gateway Center Arena. Uh, they're playing um, Connecticut Sun. And Connecticut Sun snapped their seven-game win streak this week, so we owe them something. And the team's been playing fantastic. Um, probably got another sellout crowd today, so that's going on this afternoon. Now, we will have Atlanta United coming up um, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, And, man, they're going to get to see Mr. Messi in person, uh, along with former teammate Joseph Martinez and former coach Tata Martino, who's now the coach down at Miami. It would be one thing if we didn't win anything with those players, but we won something with them. Yeah, we did. So I'm, I'm cool with and I'm sure most people, yeah, they like to have them back, but it was time. Yeah. It but, was time but it's, for but, them but to but move it's, on. But it's just, our, well, you know, Tata, people weren't looking for him to move on. They just won, and the next year he split. We like, you know, but that, that's kind of that's kind of his M.O. Mm-hmm. He kind of doesn't, doesn't stay anywhere we're, we're long. And this was brand new. He came in, and, and the mission was accomplished. But um, to have to go down and have to face you know your your success and what really put this uh, this 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 team uh, and this franchise on the map, along with uh, one of the greatest of all time. Tuesday is going to be special. It's, it's going to be special, and we're going to have it here, right? We, if you can't get in front of a TV Tuesday night, League's Cup, Atlanta United at Miami, pre kick seven o'clock. 
kick at 7.30. Your call, Jason Longshore. Do, can, we, can we just throw it on? Just I know it takes you a second to get to. You, you. I, I know it takes you a minute to grab it, but I'm going to stall while Max grabs it. But you got, you got um, okay. No, I'm saying you, well, I saw you. You got so many things in front of you. Yeah, you. I found out something What's that? this week having to do with what he has to do to do our show now. And I thought that that like when I was producing you, there was something I didn't have to do that these guys have to do now. Oh, yeah. And that's put it up in real time and some other stuff. And so when we pull at Max, I keep forgetting that he's got, you know, oh, yeah. he's got that's sparks the, coming off that's, his, that's, his knuckles. That's stuff happening over there, man. So, he's got, he got stuff going Yeah, he on. got something he got to do. And so for that, I apologize when we come at you without any announcement. But, again, <laughs> Atlanta United, Miami, pre-kick 7 o'clock, Kick at 7.30 Tuesday night. You can hear it right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yep. 92.9thegame.com. He's going to give me the signal when we can hear this. Yep. And we hopefully they go down there and, and get a win because it's a bit, of a bit of a layoff. They played their last match last Saturday, and so they've had a break here. Of course, the break when they had the All-Star Game, All-Star activities going on up in Washington, D.C. this week. But now they get into League's Cup. And like you said, we talked about how the NBA is going to have a tournament in the middle of the season. Right. Here's one of his, you know, they're following the lead of what uh, what MLS is doing and what soccer does, a, a tournament within the middle of the MLS season. And they're going to go out and So here's, here's my question. Okay, you got the one. <sighs> he's not coming to Atlanta. You'd like to have seen if he came to Atlanta. Who's this? Messi. He's coming. I know, but I mean for, for Tuesday night. Oh. And 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 here's the thing. He'll be here soon enough. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> who who shows up for that one here? What you got? LeBron and Serena and Kardashian well, down know, there in Miami. You know but that's happening. a location. But here the, the the weekend. If you can come that's in for I'm the saying. weekend here in Atlanta, he's coming because Georgia plays South Carolina that afternoon in Athens. Oh, Messi and Atlanta United plays here that night. The next day, Falcons play Green Bay Packers. Yeah, but the Packers ain't that bad. But I'm just anymore. saying, it's, it's still saying. Green Bay Packers. I'm just saying, it's a weekend. Mm-hmm. You're going to be somewhere to be around that September 16th weekend. I'm talking about the happening. faces that are going to want to see oh, him I, I, play, oh, the course. famous folks. Of course. And you can't, we've, we, we, we've, oh, we've, we've misplaced it. We don't have the, what you call it? Okay. We'll okay. find it. We'll try and get it. We'll, on we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. That's coming up. But meanwhile, yeah. down the street and around the corner, up 17th Street across the Banana Bridge. Uh, and, and, and next to that building where you thought something was falling off of. I swear <laughs> I did. Atlantic Station, Atlanta Open gets set to get rolling really today. And uh, they're going to have the qualifying rounds. And, of course, Christopher Eubanks is back home after that amazing run at Wimbledon. Had a chance to uh, visit with him yesterday. We found out they got the drawing party coming up today at 2 o'clock to find out who plays who and what time. Uh, and Eubanks gave a lot of thanks to really – how he brought up and how he was brought up and, and the elements and the people that were around him that are on the south side growing up here in Atlanta. Yeah, no, I think it, it I always say I think I was very, very lucky, um, very, very fortunate that I grew up in the city that I did and the time that I did just because there were so many other really good tennis players who came first and kind of paved the way for me and then kind of took me under their wings from Jameer Jenkins to Donald Young to uh, Jameer's older brother Jermaine coached me for a while. I had an older cousin, Trey Eubanks, who played tennis at Michigan State. So I was really lucky to be in the city at the time because those guys had already either were in the midst of their collegiate or professional career or coaching afterwards, and they kind of could show me the, the tips of the trade, I think, to kind of help my progression move along a little bit quicker. Yep, and that's what he talked about that at the time. Uh, coming up, we talk about down at, uh, at Burdett Tennis Center. We talk about South Fulton Tennis Center. We talk about the places on the south side where he played. 
Uh, and then the experience of what, is, what he accomplished the past three weeks, winning his first ATP tournament to becoming a Wimbledon quarterfinalist and what it allows him to do going forward. I think I'd look at myself a little bit differently. I think I'd look at myself as like when I'm going into Grand Slams now, I'm, I'm I think maybe expecting a little bit more of myself or I know what my capabilities are and what I can do. So I think it just kind of changes my outlook on going into even tournaments like this, an ATP 250, like before Mallorca, I probably wouldn't enter a 250, like, you know, really feeling like I could win it. And I think now I've kind of showed myself that I can. So I think it's more of a mental uh, adjustment for how I view myself. That's it. You know, the, the perception of everything, you know, and but also is the way others perceive him and see him right. as a threat now. And they change and, and adjust the way their approach that matches with him. We're happy to have him home and great to see him back out there. People can't wait to go out and, and check out your home, folks, uh, this week at Atlantic Station. Of course, Coco Golf plays there tomorrow night. Chris Goforth, he is going to join us next. Spend some time up there with Kirby and you know who from Tuscaloosa. And the rest of them boys, Lane. Music City. And music. What if he went to BB Kings? Anyway, we're going to talk to Chris Dex, <laughs> Sam and Greg. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on that Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, but 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you. 9 o'clock hour, trying to make it up to the top of the 10 o'clock, the 10 o'clock top now, and off to John Fricky. We'll take over from that point. Of course, this week, uh, talking season started. We like the football season. What'd you call it? Talking season. Talking season. You're not playing games. We're not having practices with the pads and everything. That's coming up in a few days. But this is talking season, the media days. Oh, yeah, okay. And so, you know, the coaches talk. And you always look for something interesting. And so our guy that was hanging out of there all week long and did yeoman's work, great work, uh, Chris Goforth joins us now. On the wait for hey, it, Chris. Come out. Chris, how you doing? How is everything in Music City? Morning, guys. Uh, Sam, I, I'll tell you, if you haven't been to Nashville in a while, that, that city is, man, they are busting at the seams. Uh, you know, my only real complaint this week at all about Nashville was the fact that the all of the road construction going on in Nashville made getting anywhere a a real chore. I mean, this you know the SEC Media Days was held at the Grand Hyatt downtown Nashville, and the roads in front of and all around the hotel were totally torn up. So it made getting anywhere an adventure. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so you didn't make it to BB Kings. <laughs> Uh, no, no, oh, I did that's not. too bad. You'd have, you'd have had yourself a big time. All right, man. Well, listen, we saw some of the Where footage. BB Kings, by the way. Well, it's in there. There's a couple know, of them. There's one in Nashville, but there's also obviously the main one in Memphis. Well, what? yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking specifically about the one in Nashville because the one in Nashville, you know, it used to be there right off of Broadway where the bomb went off uh, oh. a couple of years ago. I didn't know and that. And totally, totally destroyed the entire front facade of that building. Because I had wondered about that because there were a couple of kind of fun places to go and, and hang out at in that little stretch there off Broadway. And I had B.B. Kings being one of those. And I had wondered what had happened to that after the after the bomb went off. And I didn't know if they just totally shut Nashville 
shut that location down or if they moved it somewhere. I do love B.B. King's. Underrated food, by the way, Yes, at B.B. King's. Yes, yes, yes. Chris Goforth joining Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. This would have been an interesting week. Well, it was for you, and Sam, it would have been for you had you gone. Um, those of us who don't go to this but follow college football know that this was a unique year in that Nick Saban wasn't the story. It was, it was about Georgia and what they're doing, but yet he wasn't far from the top story because they climbed over that program to get to where they are. And this was a weird year, too, also because of what's, what Georgia has gone through in the offseason. So how did you approach going into the questions that you were going to ask and, and, and who you really wanted to get some stuff from? Well, I, I really thought the, the story of this week was, uh, was Lane Kiffin. I mean, I thought Lane Kiffin came out uh, the other day and said all of the things that I thought all of the other coaches would be talking about, name, in, name image, and likeness and the transfer portal. The other guys really didn't attack it in quite the same way. I really thought Nick Saban would have some strong comments about it. He didn't, uh, but Lane Kiffin did, right down to calling it a disaster, uh, saying this is a poor system that is only going to get worse. Uh, so, I, you know, that was that was my takeaway from this week. It, it wasn't necessarily, you know, Kirby didn't get a ton of questions about, you know, the off-the-field situations at Georgia. He got a couple, but it wasn't uh, to the degree that I thought it would be. Um, and Why do you think you know, that was? Why, why do you think that was or, or wasn't? You know, I think a lot of it was the stuff, number one, I think the fact that Georgia held the press conference the week before uh, where he addressed all of that. And then I think, too, Sam, it's been the news that has come out um, over that AJC story that I think has maybe kind of changed some people's thoughts on, you know, how that should be addressed. Okay. Okay. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Given what you just said, and, and I did remember hearing Lane Kiffin, uh, across the board, general consensus was right message, wrong messenger. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, I think Lane Kiffin's got just as I – mummy. Mean, it's the guy that's been around the college game for a long time, regarded as being a heck of a recruiter. Um, you know, I think Lane shares the same sentiment that a lot of coaches uh, share. I mean, him and Nick Saban have been the two that have been the most vocal uh, about what's happening. And, and look, neither one of them are against name, image, and likeness. Neither one of them are against the transfer portal. You know, the problem with name, image, and likeness is they and, and Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, talked about it. Uh, I talked about it with, with Bill Hancock, the executive director of the college football playoff, about the need for a uh, some sort of the, – the only way it's going to happen, guys, is probably going to be through federal legislation because the NCAA has pushed it all back on the states to regulate. Well, not every state has regulated it the same way. Not everybody in terms of name, image, and likeness is playing by the same set of rules. Yeah. That's one. When it comes to the transfer portal, the issue is those transfer windows and how much chaos it is creating from a roster management standpoint. Transfer portal isn't going away, but they're going to continue to try to narrow some of those windows down uh, in an effort to 
try to make it a look. If you want to, if you want to transfer out, go ahead. Nobody's going to stop you. But the coaches feel like they got to have a way to be able to to find bodies to replace those guys. Yeah, yeah. Folks, spend some time on wayforth.com hotline. Chris Goforth, um, he's been at SEC Media Days all week, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Chris Goforth one at Chris Goforth number one. Um, you, you, of course, Georgia comes out as a preseason favorite to to, to win it all once again. Uh, thoughts of who you listened to and heard that maybe you hadn't given a lot of consideration to and say, hey, maybe. And one of those people I think who was really upbeat was Shane Beamer from over South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of, uh, seems to be a lot of excitement in South Carolina. He said season ticket sales uh, in South Carolina were up 106%. So I think a lot of people have, have bought in. I just think, Sam, when you start looking at just overall talent, right, one through 85, the difference between Georgia and everybody else in the East is is pretty grave. I mean, it's a it's a big big difference in terms of talent. You go over to the West. I think LSU and Alabama have the two most uh, talented rosters, and I think once you get past those guys, I think there is a a divide there. Once you start talking about you know, uh, who is going to be third. I Texas A&M looks pretty good on paper. They haven't shown the ability to be able to develop those guys yet to get all these five stars they've recruited to play like five stars. The only team that I, I really feel like that, you know, could possibly be a, you know, play that spoiler role or maybe be a dark horse out of the West, Look out for Arkansas with K.J. Jefferson back at quarterback. They've got a real strong running game. I'm a big fan of, of Sam Pittman and, and just kind of his, his style uh, and how he goes about doing things. I think if, if they can play defense, and they've got some losses from last year on the defensive side of the ball, I think they're going to be able to score some points this year. If they can play defense, maybe they could be, you know, if you had to point a dark horse uh, out of the West, I would probably lean more towards Arkansas than I would say, you know, a Texas A&M or uh, certainly more so than either of the Mississippi schools. So you don't see Jimbo Fisher getting that second win against Saban this upcoming season? No, I, I you know, guys, that that to me is the story to watch in the SEC over the course of this season is – what is Texas A&M? You know, if, if you guys heard any of the cuts uh, from this week, you know, he was asked Bobby Petrino coming in as the play caller. Jimbo just can't come out and say, yeah, Bobby's going to call plays. You know, Eli Drinkowitz, the head coach at Missouri, has given up play calling duties. He's hired an offensive coordinator. And, and Drinkwitz said that this week. He said, I'm not going to call plays anymore. Hugh Freeze. At Auburn, Hugh Freeze said, at one time, I was probably one of the best play callers in college football, but I have realized I cannot do that anymore. I'm, I'm you know, you know, we've got an OC that's going to make our play calls on offense. Jimbo Fisher could not come out and say that this week. Wow. He continued to sidestep the whole thing about who was going to call the offense. And, you know, how this is going to work with him and Petrino, 
together because I, you know, again, Sam, why do you hire Bobby Petrino and bring him in if you're not? Because look, I, I don't like the guy. I don't think any of us like the guy. No, but I'll give him credit. He's a heck of an offensive coordinator. Why do you bring that guy in if you're not going to hand him the reins? You know, why why are you gonna why are you gonna bring in the chef if you're not going to let him cook the meals? <laughs> it's true. And one thing he can do put points on the board. Folks, we're talking with Chris Goforth, who's spending time with the SEC Media Days this week, and he's now he's getting ready to shift gears because it's going to be the you know, Falcons. It's a Falcons head to camp, and you're going to be there, right? Yeah, Mike Johnson and I'll be there the next two Saturdays, I guess, a week from today, and then uh, again the the following Saturday from from ten to noon. So uh, I didn't get a chance to get out there last year, so I'm looking forward to being able to to be there this year and hang out with Mike for a little bit, and you know, spend two hours uh, talking football. Yep, and getting set for, ready for the season will be here before you know it. Also, you're going to be a part of things so with us once again with the High School Scoreboard Show. I was at a padded camp. This week. I don't know if they have these in Tennessee where they allow the, uh, the guys to put the helmets and pads on no, 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 in, in shorts. Um, and Cedartown was there. And uh, I had a chance to, to get, get a look at them. And, uh, you know, they, they're, they're replenishing the team. But, you know, in Cedartown, they'll be ready. <laughs> like you said that, just at Cedartown, they'll be ready. <laughs> the confidence there, Chris. Yeah, look, it's it's quickly approaching. You know, uh, guys, I always consider SEC Media Days as kind of the, you know, the unofficial start of football season because we go from that Falcons training camp. We'll get our first NFL preseason game uh, with the Hall of Fame game. You'll have uh, the high schools will will officially start practice, and then you know you'll have some preseason scrimmages or whatever going on there then we get to the Corky Kell then the next week college football starts the week after that is when we really get the big weekend uh that first big weekend labor day weekend of college football that I always think is so great and then the week after that you know Falcons and Panthers in Mercedes-Benz to start the season so man we are we are rolling uh, into this football season. I mean, it's this thing's snowballing downhill in a hurry right now. He just set the table. I don't think there's anything more to be said. <laughs> I mean, he just he just set the table. Baby. And when you're going to be in the mix with all of it, that, that that's how it comes yeah, out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right? Hey, Chris, we appreciate it, man. Now, are you back or are you still up there for a minute? You, you hanging out back here at home? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, came, home, uh, I came home Thursday after uh, after everything was, uh, was over. I, you know. Coming home was a total adventure. I, I plugged it into my navigation to try to get out of Nashville and avoid the construction. And, guys, I saw parts of Nashville that I had no idea even. I, I still don't know how I got to the interstate to yeah. get on I-24 because I went through some – I mean, it was some, like, two-lane dirt roads that finally got me to the interstate somehow. So, wow. no, I was I was ready to get home as they get set to build a new stadium and hope to lure the SEC championship game from Atlanta. Not That's, happening. Uh, <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> All right, Chris, thanks so much for the time this morning, man. Appreciate look, it, buddy. Look forward to seeing you soon. Hey, see you fellas soon. All, All right. right. And, of course, Jesse loves Nashville. Yeah. Two trips up and back to Chicago. She picked Nashville to get sick oh. in the backseat of the car. Yikes. Two different times. So I ain't got nothing. I ain't keep Nashville. All right, we are going to uh, wrap up some things that we have not had a chance to talk about before we turn things over to Mr. Fricky, who, by the way, we talked about this earlier. You ain't going to believe who was in the stadium the night 
that Fred McGriff, who's going into the Hall of Fame today, when that when that booth caught on fire. You got to turn that thing on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to just shut up. Yeah, I can't we, even talk, man. Well, anyway, there's somebody who was there. We're going to talk about that we'll coming back. All right. Sports Radio, 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg headed up to the top of the hour. Went out up to John Freaky. He'll take it from there on Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Sun trying to come out a bit around the area, but boy, looking at this weather radar, and looks like we got some rain. It'll at least be coming through around the, you know, kind of following I-20. So if you want to use that as a geographic, you know, marker, it seems like it's coming at not too much on the northern end, but more, you know, right around I-20 and below. Looks like there's a steady stream coming through from Alabama, so it's, it's going to rain on us a bit more today. Hopefully it won't be, um, you know, too violent and we'll have more power outages as there are thousands of power outages around the metro Atlanta area um, and around Georgia from the storms that we've had this week. Uh, and so hopefully everyone is, I know it tries your patience uh, while those things are being, you know, brought back by the, by the um, by essential workers and we salute them. They're always on the job, no matter what's happening. They're trying to restore power to everybody, but that's happening, and it tries our patience. If you're having to move around or whatever today, do so safely. It is a Saturday, so they usually get a chance to do some road work around the area. So um, we just heard Chris Goforth talk about the road work coming out of Nashville. And, and, and Nashville, like I said, they're seeking to, to, to try to pull, you know, I mean, they, they pulled the SEC basketball tournament out that was here in Atlanta up to Nashville. They're looking to do it with the uh, football championship game. I don't know how successful they're going to be with that. But Nashville is pretty ambitious. They're building they, – Yeah, how did they snatch that from, 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 from Hoover? What's that? The, the SEC. Well, it was media. here. They got to they gotta move it around. Okay. I, again, and, but it and, was and, in Hoover and, and, forever, and right? Forever because that's the home office is Birmingham for the okay. conference. For Birmingham. And you come here because – well, it's Atlanta. Everybody can get here. Right. Right? We yes, got an airport. Everybody can, can get in. Um, Nashville, you know, they – they wanted it. They wanted They feel like they could host it. You know, they're working on the roads up there because last time I went up there, there was an accident, and I had to take, just like Chris said, I had to take all the Dirt back roads. roads and everything. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. You know, uh, just to, to, to get in there because once you get close to the city, it's only like two lanes still. And you know, plus, and you can't make that city a grid. It's like Atlanta. It's, it's still got some hills going through it. Yeah. So you can't just lay stuff out flat east and west and north and south. But they're trying, and, they, and they're, everything they can get and, and can lure there, you know, they're doing it. You know, NASCAR has their season-ending event there. Uh, they're, they're back racing in Nashville again. They have the street race, the Indy cars over the bridge. They're the, they're the, they're the street race with uh, with with uh, emergency boats in the in the river. That's right. You know, you know what I mean? But, I mean, they're, they're, they're doing that. They successfully brought they successfully brought uh, Major League Soccer, you know, in there, and there there's a movement to bring baseball in, which I for one would like to see happen. The Braves have never had a regional rival, and I I would love to see. I understand that they may uh, not be happy about that though. Well, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think they will bother them at all. Not at all. The people who are gonna come see the Braves are gonna come see the Braves, but because it's it, it'll be new in that part of the country in Nashville. And like I said, it'll be a regional rival. It'll be somebody we upset. We can go there and they can come here. You know, I mean, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Braves fans that went down to Tampa before the All Star break. That's the next closest team, but we don't see them dudes. But you know, no. you know, because they're American League. 
So I think I think that would be really cool. I understand that Lee Smith is involved with the group that wants to bring that team. I think they want to, and that group wants to call it Nashville Stars. I think which was the name of the Negro League team. Okay. In Nashville many years ago. So a lot of history there. Possibly if they do that in Nashville, it's a cool place to go to hear music and get food. Yeah, but uh, not a BB King's but apparently. No, no, not that. I, think, I didn't I, know it was close. I, I think that was. I think that was a, 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 a one of the casualties from COVID time. But it's still a good place to go. But like I said, they're working on it, and the roads. <laughs> all okay. work, it's, it's all a work in progress. <laughs> Two kinds of roads: inadequate and under construction. That's it. They got some of that going on. Growing pains, right? Yeah, that's it, happen, true. Ha- it happens when but you grow. But that's just us, right? Yeah, it happens. It's when all you of grow. us. We are, we are spreading out. Yeah. And pretty soon we gonna have the animals gonna fight back with us. Yeah. Because we keep spreading out in these areas, and next thing you know, I gotta go outside and watch Jesse because they're talking about these coyotes and all kinds of other animals that are like, there's a construction site going on, and they have been unearthed and moved away. Yeah. And we get these memos about, okay, watch your backyard. We can let your dog out. Yeah. Because we had to had to had to. Uh relocate some people, and they're not happy about it. You know, I understand that very much, very much. So what's up with this Atlanta Open? I mean, I'm, I'm actually thinking more and more about going out there one of these days with you because you've talked about it. When you want to go. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. I said I'm thinking well, more like and said, more about it. We're going to find out the day when, when, uh, when they have uh, the main draw matches. We're going to find out what that's happening. Why but can't I go, what you call it, the first night and see Coco? Uh, that's that's tomorrow night. Where you at tomorrow night? I'm, I'm not ready to go. Okay, well, that's when she's playing. <laughs> she's playing tomorrow night. Uh, and we'll find out more. Like I said, Peter Lepidus, the, the, the new um, tournament director, will join us tomorrow morning. It's, it's, it's kids' weekend. So, I mean, they have all kind of kids' zone on the weekend with the qualifying matches that are going on. And to me, the qualifying rounds are some of the best tennis you're going to see. These guys who are fighting to get into the main draw. I mean, you people are playing like they're playing for the money. These dudes are trying, you know, they're playing to try to get into the tournament to get the cash and also get more of those points so they can climb the ladder like, we, like we've seen our own Chris Eubanks do, who's now 31 in the world. Um, so that's, that's Remind me how it. old he is again. Uh, Chris is 27. So, so he, yeah, so he, he's got he's, a minute left a, before his, his well, prime. A, well, not, not in Tennis. this game anymore. Not in this game anymore. Look at the guys we, we're watching. I'm just dog. saying, if it, he's it, still it, ascending, it used, though. It used to be 30 that you know, guys started, you know, guys. Right. And you I'm know, just saying, he got a, a minute left before his, his prime. It's, you yeah. know, he's on, he's on the back nine of his prime. Not saying he's past it. Yeah. And, and it ain't like he's, you I, know. I, I, I think the way people have conditioned themselves in this game now, your prime goes until you're 35. Okay. And, and I, and I absolutely believe he'll continue you know, to play and, that's, and, and yeah. earn a good living. Yeah. But I think that's what we've seen, the guys who are out there. He's been able to watch that. But he's also started working on what's next with him, his work with Tennis Channel. And that's a th- I've said that's the thing I think has really helped him to have a great perspective on the game, to see the habits and tendencies from other players. And, and it's a film room. You know, anybody who gets to be a studio analyst for any sport have access to the biggest film room there is. You know, you get to watch everybody. You get to pick everybody apart and break them down. And, and I think he's probably made the most of that and put right. some of that in his recipe for success. So it's, it's been big. We've seen people come out of that and be successful. Doc Rivers came out of TV analysts to be successful as a Nobody coach. thought he was going to be any good at TV and the TV analysts because he yeah. was with Orlando. He got the Orlando job because yeah. they called the finals with Al Michaels. Yeah. i never forget that. Speaking of people in places that you would not traditionally think they were there, have you seen the latest Real Sports? have not. You need to check it out. We have talked about this one segment. And in fact, we probably talked a little bit about him a week or so ago, a couple weeks back with um, Adam Alexander. Well, no, it might have been Dustin. But they did a story on Brad Doherty. Okay. And his 
transformation from basketball to being a the first African-American car owner to win the Daytona 500. And the best part about this whole story is that, you know, he'd been there for a while. Yeah, he's been there. But he talks about the transition and telling his friends and, 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 you know, but he wants to do this and he loved NASCAR. He's loved it since he was a kid. And they asked him, well, why didn't you think about being a driver? He goes, look at me. <laughs> look at me. I'm seven feet tall. I can't get up in that car. Yeah, yeah. You know, but he, he loves the fact that right now he got something on Michael Jordan. Oh, absolutely. And be, being a couple of North Carolina dudes, Very he much. says, I, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, got that shot on me over uh, Craig Elo and all the times he took Cleveland out. But I got something on him now. Yeah. And anyway, check it out. It's it's a really nice piece on Brad Doherty. Fantastic. As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. You ever heard of Wiley Post? No. Not me either. Made the first solo flight around the world. Really? Yeah. Happened on this day, 1933. This is all insignificant information, stuff that I threw out here at the end, just in case you're someplace today. And you go, you know what? That reminds me of something that idiot said this morning on Sam and Greg. And so that's what I'm here for. But most of the stuff I've already covered. Birthdays today. Yes. The matriarch of probably the most famous American family. Uh, you know, but I'm just saying, it's. I think it's... One of the most famous, if you think of American families mm-hmm. that have made a name, what's one of the families you think of? Uh, Kennedy. There you go. Right. Rose Kennedy. Okay. It's been her birthday today. Uh, Keith Sweat would have been his birthday today. I mean, his birthday today. Um, <laughs> you say that. Happy, he lives, th- yeah, I know. He lives, he lives, <laughs> he lives in town. What, I ain't here? He lives here in town. Together. Happy 31st birthday, Selena Gomez. Okay. Let me some Selena. Happy 28th birthday, Ezekiel Elliott. Whoa. Who has passed his prime. You talk about somebody who's sitting back reading all the news about running backs and where he's going to be. And, 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 I mean, it's, it's interesting. It really is. But this is the one. You may not want to. Well, I kind of like to trade places with him. I wonder if you would. Max, would you trade places with this guy, not because of his age, but who he is and what will be. But do you know who turns 10 years old today? What? Who turns ten years old today? The future King of England, yeah, Prince you can have that. George. Wow, the future King of England. So here's my question: Would you want to be him? Would you want to be in that family and know that you are going to ascend to the crown? No, I, I like. Well, sounds cliche. I like a spot that I'm in. I like getting it out the mud. You know what I mean? I don't want to. <laughs> I want to be handed. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, the dude is ten. I think that's the youngest person we've had on the. Uh, Waiting list. list. Ten oh. years old. Okay. I ain't even that old, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. I keep forgetting yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's uh, pretty much it. Okay, I well, speaking one... there, they're playing at Royal Liverpool, the Open Championship, and um, Brian Harmon tees off at 1030, a little over a half hour from now. He is your lead. He's got a healthy five-shot lead. Harmon from University of Georgia and from Savannah um, is going over and just sees what he likes on those courts. You know, Certain, it takes a certain type of thing to play those courses. Right. There, there's the challenging. Course, oh, yeah, there's yeah, challenging. Just, you go into one of them bunkers, you might go in there, and they lose small children in them. Yeah, things. they, they got to call Rand McNally. And, and so uh, it, it's, it's amazing <laughs> what it is. But he has a five-shot lead over Tommy Fleetwood. John Rahm is also there at minus four. So we see if anybody can reel him in today. All right, I mentioned this earlier that we were going to allude to who was in the stadium 
the night that Fred McGriff joined the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. And that night, the uh, the press box caught on fire. Yeah. Fricky was there. We're going to talk to John Fricky. He's but he's 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 kind of busy right now. He's getting prepped for the show. He'll be in here in in just a few minutes. But he was there. He says. So I'm sure during his show coming up here at top of the hour, at some point he may mention that and tell oh, that story. With this being the weekend that Fred McGriff goes into the Hall of Fame, I'm sure. All right, look it. I got to go home. I got to take care of myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I, made you made it through the show. I got to go you, home. You, 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 you've been Max, a true, you've been a true you. trooper. And 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 Sam, y'all y'all finish this up here. I'm gonna pack up. I'm going home. See, he's gonna do that, folks. He's gonna do that. Hey, be with us tomorrow morning. Uh, Steve Gates, uh, the coach from Cass. High school will be there. Will be with us tomorrow morning. With Peter Lepidus, the uh, tournament director for Atlanta Open, will join us uh, as well tomorrow. You want to be here and join with us? We're gonna have Chris we'll, Parker. Chris Parker, the yeah. coach, gonna join us. High school scoreboard show gonna be in with us. Oh, as well. I'm sorry. I do have an important message for tomorrow. Okay. Okay. We talked to Heidi today. Heidi Rowe from the Atlanta Voiceover Studio. But I got to continue what I'm doing and providing information as best I can during my casting call for what is happening. And I have a very special guest joining us tomorrow yes. at 9 o'clock straight up. Okay. Friend of mine, he is the president of SAG After here in Georgia. Okay. And that is Eric Gomes. Well, he's, he in was part of, he's in the middle of it. He was in the middle of it. He was one of the voters. Uh, he was out, he's been in L.A. for the longest time. Anyway, uh, Eric is going to join us talking about what the things that led up to the strike. I, like I said, this is something that was supposed to happen before the pandemic. But here's where we are. And so I want, I'm going to give Eric a uh, chance to talk about, from soup to nuts, what's going on with this, uh, this strike. He can't talk about the writer strike, okay, and I'm not going to ask him. That's a different union. But we will talk about SAG after. So that's coming up at 9 o'clock tomorrow. All right. Cool. Very much. That's what's coming up. Uh, stay tuned. John Freaky is coming up next. Max on the other side of the glass. Thank you for the Thank work. Thank you, Max. Uh, Sam McGregor back with you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., have a wonderful day here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com, available everywhere on Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 